It being 7 o'clock, I'll ask supervisors to take their seats. I'll call this meeting of the Dane County Board of Supervisors to order, and I'll ask the clerk to call the roll. Levin. Here. Levin here. Matano. Here. Matano here. McCarville. Here. McCarville here. Miles. Miles absent. O'Loughlin. O'Loughlin here. Pan. Pan absent. Pirtle. Pirtle absent. Richmond. Richmond absent. Rip. Here. Rip here. Rusk. Here. Rusk here. Saloff. Here. Saloff here. Sergeant. Sergeant absent. Schlicht. Schlicht absent. Schmidt. Here. Schmidt here. Solberg. Here. Solberg here. Stubbs. Here. Stubbs here. Veldrin. Veldrin absent. Wegleitner. Here. Wegleitner here. Wiganowski. Wiganowski absent. Zwiefel. Here. Zwiefel here. Baird. Here. Baird here. Bollig. Here. Bollig here. Chenoweth. Chenoweth absent. Clausius. Here. Clausius here. Corrigan. Here. Corrigan here. De Felice. Here. De Felice here, Downing. Here. Downing here, Die. Here. Die here, Erickson. Here. Erickson here, Farrell. Farrell here, Gillis. Here. Gillis here, Hesselbein. Hesselbein absent. Hotchkiss. Hotchkiss absent. Kiefer. Kiefer here, Kolar. Kolar here, Krause. Krause here, Hendrick. Here. Hendrick here. Twenty-six present, eleven absent. Quorum is present. Supervisors Hesselbein, Sargent, Schlicht, Chenoweth, Richmond, Miles, and Wiganowski, and I believe Pirtle indicated that they would be absent. Supervisor Levin, do you have an inspirational message? I do. Thank you, Mr. Chair. And uh, you know, it's great. I I get these one out of. Uh, 37 times, and uh, this one's a little light tonight, but uh, I did want to uh, say thank you to uh, all my colleagues, because we are here, at least the majority of us, um, for the time you take out of your busy schedules um, to uh, serve your constituents who have chosen you to be the best over uh, whoever was your opponent at the time. Some of us uh, will still have to face opponents, but, uh, or maybe not. Um, and obviously, thank you to those, um, some who aren't here tonight, who will be going on, uh, have gone on to other offices and have decided they uh, will give up their seats to allow others um, to serve. Um, and thank you to those who uh, are also leaving in other voluntary capacities or even some who, unfortunately, may leave involuntary. Uh, thank you to agency staff and uh, especially county board staff, which... I don't know where Karen went, but uh, especially when I call to complain to know that um, it's not personal and uh, not meaning to shoot the messenger if people don't want donuts and bagels, well, that's their, their fault. <laughs> and then a thank you to, uh, I guess, a quasi-member of the public um, for being engaged in uh, democracy and uh, is something that I think uh, we should all appreciate at uh, a time when we see the world in uh, Ukraine and Syria uh, sort of the violent uh, engagement in democracy and something we don't have to live in. So I'm thankful for that. So I came up, uh, wanted to just end with a couple of good democracy quotes, and I'm sure uh, we've all heard this one from Winston Churchill. It has been said that democracy is the worst form of government except all others that have been tried. 
but you might not know that he also said the best argument against democracy is a five-minute conversation with the average voter. So please join me in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. That brings us to Section B, Special Matters and Announcements. Uh, we have no special matters this evening. Are there any announcements? Supervisor Saloff. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Mr. Chair, I want to uh, let you know that I have the utmost confidence in our 911 communication center. And I hope you share that confidence with me, as my colleagues do. You know, we have... Um, we have firefighters, we have EMTs, we have first responders out, out in all of our communities. We have, um, we have call takers, and they are doing an incredible job in this county. And I think this county shines above many others, and I think we have a lot to be proud of. And we have a lot of evidence to be proud of. You know that our call center and forgive me if I don't get the numbers correct, exactly correct, takes about 400,000 calls in a year. And dispatches about 200,000 calls in a year. Has the complexity, I'm sure you can just imagine, Mr. Chairman, you know, the complexity has, has risen over the last 10 years with the advent of cell phones, locating addresses, getting the firefighters to the right address quickly. The data is staggering. The data of how fast we do get there and how many responses we are so successful at, whether it's saving lives or helping somebody up from a fall or putting out a fire, it's phenomenal. I'm yes. sure this is getting to an announcement pretty soon. It is. Good. And, the, and I apologize, Mr. Chair, but I, I, uh, for having to context this into an announcement. But I want you all to have the confidence, and I want you to exude that confidence to your constituents and to the public. And so what can they do? What can we do? Let's support our 911 center. Let's, let's find out if we're, if we're not sure about something before we expound on the radio waves. Let's be sure that we have the facts straight and that we're talking about what is going on. It's incredibly important because there's a lot of angst and it's needless. Our 911 center has incredibly good leadership we have the best uh, director in the country, and we have the best staff in the country, if not the world. I do have some problems with the makeup of our 911 center board, and I think that I will bring bringing to you an ordinance amendment, and that, sir, is my announcement, and I hope that you'll help me develop that ordinance amendment and that you'll support it. But we do have a very strong 911 center and they're doing their job very well. Thank you. Uh, thank you. 
And Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Uh, I wanted to share with you all that I'm going to be circulating on behalf of Supervisor Pan a resolution that he and I worked together on in support of the Women's Health Protection Act, uh, which is before Congress. Um, given that this is a timely issue with restrictions in our state um, and work that we have done here on the county board, we wanted to make sure to go on record in support of this and encourage our congressional delegation to support it as well. Um, and I want to thank Supervisor Pan, who unfortunately couldn't be here tonight, but um, I'll be leaving the lead sponsor space blank for him. And if you could do the same, I would appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Mr. Chair. I have uh, uh, two quick ones. First, um, Galen Streeby, who was with us um, last meeting getting a 25-year award, um, sent me a wonderful note, and he asked me, it's for all of you too, so I will be circulating that around. And um, just to follow up a little bit, this will be much shorter and to the point, but um, on uh, Supervisor Saloff, um, we do have a PP&J meeting next week on Tuesday, 5.45 p.m., uh, Tuesday the 25th. Director DeYoung will be with us as, he's, as he has been at least three times, possibly four times in recent months. All of you are invited, and I would encourage you to come. Um, we've been having um, excellent um, discussion with the director, and uh, thanks to Supervisor Dye, she had an excellent suggestion. Uh, we will be also inviting all members of the Madison Common Council to come to the meeting and I'm working out a creative way under our rules that they will be able to ask questions too. And anybody who's interested, um, the 911 Center is always available um, for, for people to come in and sit down right next to an operator, uh, 45 minutes, an hour, however much time uh, you have, and you can see um, exactly what goes on and exactly how the new CAD system is, is operating. So I would encourage you to do that. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor McCarville. Um, thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, and on the heels of Supervisor Saloff and Supervisor Rusk, um, I would like to let everyone know that the 911 Center Board will be meeting in Belleville uh, next month. They meet on the third Wednesday of the month at 1 o'clock. Um, occasionally, we go to uh, one of our neighboring communities and have that meeting. So it will be in Belleville. Um, you're all invited, and you can interact with um, the various chiefs from the different municipalities and towns and villages um, that are connected with the 911 center. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that appears to be all the announcements. And I do have uh, some announcements. I apologize for not announcing the February birthdays at our last meeting. We missed Supervisor Saloff on the 2nd, Supervisor Veldrin on the 5th, and Supervisor Kiefer on the 13th. But it does work out because Supervisor Baird's birthday is today. Happy birthday. And Supervisor De Felice and Supervisor Stubbs are on the 22nd. Uh, that brings us to Section C, Approval of Bills and Accounts. The claims recommended for approval. The updated list, is there a motion? Moved by Matano, seconded by Balig. Is there any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Those opposed, no. Those are approved. 
C2 is claims recommended for denial. Is there a motion? Moved by Matano, seconded by Farrell. Is there any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Those opposed, no. And those are denied. Uh, the consent calendar, section E, items E1, 2, 3, and 4. Is there any request for separation on items E1, E2, E3, or E4? Seeing none, the recommendations of the committees are to adopt. And is there any discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Those opposed, no. The consent calendar is approved. Section G is reports on zoning petitions, items G1 and G2. Is there any request for separation? Seeing none, is there any discussion? Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Mr. Chair. On behalf of the Zoning and Land Resources Committee, I wanted to make a brief note to the members of the county board to note that um, each of these two petitions, in, in each case in approving them, the committee mapped out resource protection corridors. And that's significant because, uh, for one, as part of the re-enactment um, of the Dane County Comprehensive Plan, staff have put a lot of energy into the concept of resource protection corridors, particularly in terms of uh, global warming and increasingly um, hazardous uh, weather conditions, uh, such as we're experiencing today. Um, so we just, on behalf of the committee, we've started applying conditions like this. Um, procedurally, it has the advantage of going back to the town so they have input on suggested placements of building envelopes before it goes to the county executive. And I point out specifically on the second of the two petitions, the one in the town of Medina, it indicates that the house was moved some 150 feet to the east to avoid 12% slopes. So in each case, we were able to say yes to the petitioner and uh, protect the environment. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thank you. Is there any further discussion on the zoning petitions? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Aye. Those opposed, no. And the committee recommendations to grant as modified are approved. That brings us to item I, award of contracts. I-1 is resolution 232, award of contract for CNG detection, ventilation, and fire alarm system at Dane County Parks and Lakes Management Facility. The recommendation of the Public Works and Transportation Committee is adoption of sub one by a vote of four to zero. The Parks Commission recommends adoption. Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee recommends adoption of sub three by a vote of four to zero. And Personal and Finance recommends adoption of sub three by a vote of six to zero with a youth governance vote of one to zero. Does anyone care to? Uh, Supervisor Rip moves sub three. Is there a second? Second by Veldrin. Is there any discussion? Supervisor Downing. Cancel. Supervisor Pirtle. I have a question for staff, please. Question of staff. For, uh, for Jerry. Jerry Manley.
Thanks, Jerry. Um, I know we have a number of CNG vehicles that we're bringing into the fleet, and I just thought it'd be helpful if you could tell us maybe how many we have, and I know that this is going to put some safety equipment in place in particular locations, but can you talk just a little bit countywide what our protocols and requirements are and how those are going to be phased in so we know as these move around to different facilities, kind of what's in place and what isn't at this point? Right now we have uh, roughly it's about 25 vehicles countywide. Um, some of our older buildings would be grandfathered in under these different rules. As we do upgrades to these buildings, we would make sure we've got the right air exchanges, uh, monitoring equipment. Uh, as in a building, you monitor for carbon monoxide and NOx. You also will be looking at methane in some of these buildings. Um, it's a fairly new technology. And from that standpoint, uh, pitting down exactly uh, where the state is and where we are on the local level, uh, of you know, fire inspectors looking at this. Uh, we've been working with them all along as we bring the technology in. So as we look at our new buildings, we design them automatically so that we can store or in some cases work on them. Uh, but in those older facilities, this is one as we upgraded some of the HVAC in the building. At that time, regulations were calling for this change that we would have to do there. So we'll look at each one of the cases. Uh, uh, with a newer technology, I think people think back to days of propane and, and some of the issues. This is a little different uh, technology than that. And uh, oftentimes, uh, some of the precautions taken in these buildings, there are four or five other natural gas type appliances in that building that aren't quite as regulated or as tight a technology as this is in the vehicles. So uh, we're kind of struggling to get through that and try to establish that policy. So uh, it's in a flux right now, but we are developing that type of a policy. So we look to do a policy countywide at some point probably, and we'll have things grandfathered in and kind of set new standards once we're set that'll come through the committee? I think we would. I, I think a lot of times it's going to have to uh, deal with the jurisdiction too, where the building's at too, and, and how that fire department and that those inspectors feel about how they would respond in, in a situation, an emergency situation. So not only our policy, but how we work uh, on that local level with permitting and policy as well. And just one last question, are the where the buildings where most of the vehicles stored, are they currently going to have these technologies in place once we complete this, or are most of them stored in buildings that are grandfathered? Uh, right now we try to do what we, can't, what we could to, uh, where there's a new system in place, put the newer technology to monitor it. Uh, the older buildings where it's grandfathered, we've been very careful. We don't have that many placed in it. Uh, this will be a, uh, where we have probably the largest amount of vehicles. So we'll be adding this piece to it as well as a safety feature. Okay, thanks. Well, we can talk more about it in committee. Appreciate it. Thank you. Supervisor Veldrin. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Um, sort of uh, actually um, what Supervisor Pirtle brought up um, is interesting. I just want to sort of highlight um, the point that hopefully telling you that um, I'll be quick um, that we're going to be able to do this for more buildings as, as we grow hopefully there'll be you know if we, I, I don't actually necessarily want to grandfather in I want to make sure we all everybody feels good and is comfortable with uh, ventilation around the county but hopefully we can do all the buildings um, that are necessary going forward so I know everyone will support this Thank you. Supervisor Baird. Hi, Mr. Chair. Um, the policy note that's sitting at our desk indicates that um, 
I-1 needs a two-thirds vote. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. This is, wasn't under the two-thirds section. Okay. Thank you. It is written in orange on my copy, though. Thank you for pointing that out. And is there any other discussion? Seeing none, the motion before us is the public works and transportation recommendation of sub one, and the motion by Rip, seconded by Veldrin, is to substitute sub three. Everybody understand where we are? If there's no further discussion, all those in favor of the Rip motion say aye. Aye. Those opposed, no, and that is substituted. Uh, now to the main motion, as amended, that does require a two-thirds vote. If there's no objection, I'd like to record as having passed unanimously. Seeing no objection, it is so ordered. That brings us to item M, such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law. Is there any such other business? Seeing none, adjournment. Moved by Pan, seconded by Erickson. All those in favor say aye. Those opposed, no, and we are adjourned.